pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro right now. It is six minutes past one o'clock. It's Tuesday. It's April 6th. And you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. This portion of the program, we'll throw a shout out to our friends at K's. Be a nice day to swing over to K's, dine outside, or maybe even inside now. They, uh, you know, it's incredible. They really stepped up during the course of the pandemic. And uh, John and David and everyone, just terrific. Folks, stop by and see them right there on Cass Avenue. Food is delicious. The people are just terrific. You're going to love it. Swing by and see them at Keys. Well, folks, right now, remember, you can always visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, which is sponsored by uh, Jake Freitas. Do you need a handyman or maybe deck staining? Call Jamie at 837-4545, 837-4545, J. Freitas Construction. And you can link right through at the website, depetro.com, where you have uh, interior painting or maybe some handyman services. Jamie will be terrific. Handyman issues in Rhode Island, contact them. You know, it's always good. And a lot of people were hesitant last year because of COVID. And maybe you let some projects or Things stay disrepaired. It's always good to have a handyman. 837-4545. J. Freitas Construction. You can find them at the website, depetro.com. Now, earlier, we talked about, that was a uh, terrible hit piece. Terrible, terrible hit piece on 60 Minutes about the governor of Florida, DeSantis, who's really emerging as a um, total winner. And people are talking about him for 2024. And Florida really has um, has just emerged. I mean, they were what I would call like the big winner of um, of COVID. But I want to play a little bit. He was uh, addressing the media this morning. This is the governor of uh, Florida now, DeSantis. And he hit back. And this is, um, you know, 60 minutes. That, that was pathetic. And that was disgraceful how they tried to portray him. As I mentioned earlier in the... The program folks, um, you know, they were so quick, like to to yell, pay to play at him. And this is all the same week that Hunter Biden said, you know, that may have been my laptop that that uh, that no one would talk about. Let me play a little bit of um, this is uh, Governor DeSantis. Here we go. They cut out everything that showed that their narrative was a piece of horse manure. Um, And it shows you how dishonest, these are smear merchants. That's why nobody trusts corporate media. Uh, They are a disaster in what they're doing. They knew what they were doing was a lie. I knew what they were doing was a lie. Everybody here knows what they were doing is a lie. That's right. They know that we know they're lying, and yet they continue to lie. And they lied, and they lied, and they lied. We offered them the information and they declined to interview the key people uh, because they didn't want to let go of the narrative. Well, guess what? There's going to be consequences for that. Uh, we're not, I know corporate media thinks that they can just run over people. Uh, you ain't running over this governor. I'm punching back and I'm going to continue to do it. All right. Love it. Good. 
until these smear merchants are held accountable. The fact of the matter is, Florida has vaccinated three and a half million senior citizens. We were the first state in the country to put seniors first. The results of our efforts are that seniors are much less likely to be hospitalized for COVID than they were six months ago. So our efforts have worked, and particularly in Palm Beach County, uh, we've done over 275,000 seniors just in that one county. That's 75% of all the seniors there. It's been a a team effort. We've worked in a lot of different ways, um, but you can't lie, Uh, and you should have not run it. Uh, They were warned. Uh, and yet they plowed ahead anyways. And so we're going to be doing even more to expose uh, more lies because there's lies built upon lies on all this. You know, for example, they're attacking Publix. You know it's New York corporate media. When you come to Florida and attack Publix, I mean, like, people like, I mean, like, maybe they're, they like their dogs better than Publix, but not much. I mean, it's one of the most popular brands in the state. That's it would right. have been malpractice to cut Publix out yeah. of assisting. And I know we were able to expand retail sites in Bay. People were very happy. Um, but what they're saying is, is a total crock that somehow only Publix was getting it. It is nonsense. And we told them it was that. And they cut it out. They spliced it because... They can't handle the truth, and they know if they would have put out everything, uh, they wouldn't have had a story. And so they went for the smear. Uh, They've been caught red-handed. Now, see, all these corporate media people, they all scratch each other's back. So, you know, a lot of them just are pretending it didn't happen. They're not going to really police their own. uh, But we're going to have a lot of people that are going to police their own. But the message is for people out there, unless you're a partisan leftist, do not trust corporate media. That's right. You can't trust them. That's right. They're not trustworthy. Nope. They will lie. Yep. They will smear. Yep. Um, and then they just move on to the next target and think that they're going to be able to get away with it. You ain't getting away with it here, okay? You come down to our state and you try to smear people, um, you know, we're going to bite back and we're going to hold. That is the governor of Florida, Governor DeSantis. Folks, who's, and again, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro. It's 12 minutes past one on this Tuesday um, he, there's a reason why he's become really one of the most popular governors in the country right now and already has people thinking that he would see what happens, but maybe make a very good president in 2024. We shall see. Now, listen, I want to remind you, if you want to get a hold of me, visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. On the right-hand side, you click contact John and also... There's links to different sponsors that I mentioned, and one of them is, are you thinking, you know what's a great investment? Furniture. Stop by and see Steve at Gilmore Furniture. 1590 Post Road of Warwick. Tell him John DePietro sent you right off of Route 37. He's open right now. Park right there at the front door inside. Take a look around. Recliners, mattresses, maybe you need a new sofa. Gilmore Furniture. Post Road in Warwick. Steve is uh, so great. And on top of that, how about up to five years interest-free financing? You know, some folks, and again, really emerged as just a uh, power player, is Tucker Carlson. I mean, he just has. And they are all over him. He was great. I really liked how he had Piers Morgan on last night. Um, I want to hear a little bit. We're gonna, I'm going to play some of that in, uh, in just a moment. But I also, um, 
Okay, here it is uh, about the situation at the border. This is Tucker Carlson data last night. Here we go. 11 million. Sources familiar with internal customs and border protection data have confirmed to Fox News that officers so far have encountered 171,000 illegal immigrants in the month of March alone. In one month. That's a 418% increase from March of last year. But that does not represent the total of people who crossed over. Those are the ones who were caught. Those are just the ones that we know about. That's right. The real number is higher, much higher. How high is it? It's high enough to change this country forever in every conceivable way. Wow. It's high enough to devalue your political power as a voter. It's high enough to subvert democracy itself. It's high enough to make this country a different place. But again, we don't know the number. Why is that? We have absolutely the right to know. We should demand to know now. Clay Higgins is a member of Congress in the state. You know, he is exactly right. And they don't want to release that. They don't want to release that. So that 60 Minutes piece was just an absolute disgrace, though. How much, how great is that governor of, uh, that governor of Georgia? He is just terrific. Hey, folks, how about it was a year ago, a little over a year ago, Kenneth Copeland. Standing in the office of the prophet of God, I execute judgment on you, COVID-19. I execute judgment on you, Satan, you destroyer, you killer, you get out, you break your power, you get off this nation. I demand judgment. Yep, we got it. I call you done. Yep. I call you doggone. That's right. You come down. That's right. From your place of authority, destroyer, you come down and you crawl on your belly like God commanded you when he put his foot on your head. Kenneth Copeland. Yep. You were destroyed through COVID-19. No more. No more. No more. No more. No more. No more. Is finished. Look at that. It is finished. Over. Over. And the United States of America. Yep. Is healed. How about that? And well. Look at that. He's amazing. Look at that, folks. Just like that. This is also evangelist Kenneth Copeland talking about, oh, Biden's the person that won. Biden. The media said what? (laughs) The media said Joe Biden's president. We're going to get him on the show, folks. We're going to get Kenneth on. I'll tell you, the guy is talented. Kenneth Copeland. That guy is very, very talented. 
What do you, uh, evangelist preacher Copeland? What do you say when the media says that Nellie Gorbia says that the voter rolls are up to date? <laughs> She says they're up to date. She says illegals can't vote in Rhode Island. Well, I'm just telling you what she says. Let me ask you this, Pastor. What is your reaction on hearing that Mayor Alorza is going to run for governor? Alorza, the mayor of Providence, says he's going to be the next governor of Rhode Island. He's running, though. He said he'd make a good governor. He, he wants to be the governor. Hey. I'm just telling you he wants to run. All right, folks, this portion at 118 on this uh, beautiful Tuesday, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to my brother's disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517, 401-688-0517, Brothers Disposal. Now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland at Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Now, are you thinking of doing some spring cleaning? Maybe you'd like to get a dumpster in your driveway. Uh, and do some spring cleaning. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway from Brothers Disposal. Call Brother Roland today at 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517 for Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. 401-688-0517. Get a dumpster in your driveway. What about Nellie Gorbia for governor? What do you think about Nellie Gorbia for governor? I'm just telling you she's going to run. Hey, I'm just saying that she says she could win. Now, listen, there's no reason to react like that. I'm just sharing that she plans on running and she feels that she can win. Folks, right now it's 120. I tweeted out when Major League Baseball put out their press release that the All-Star game was leaving Georgia. I tweeted out, when you go to Fenway Park, you need a picture ID to pick up tickets at the window. We'll call. Picture ID to buy a beer. But they feel there should be no ID when voting. Boycott Major League Baseball. It was retweeted 912 times. 2,138 likes and generated 547 comments. Major League Baseball, you know, we spoke last hour with Donna Perry. And, and um, the, the, the situation of Major League Baseball, they have climbed into this rabbit hole that I, I agree. They're going to regret. How, how do they, the fact that they go into Colorado is a joke. But it's, it's Biden that gave them the wrong information. He did. And the fact that the president yelled out about Jim Crow and this other stuff, it's, um, 
It's it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. I wanted to hear. Um, Hold on, folks. Colonel Gaddafi, the President of the United States, the leaders of Britain and other leaders are calling on you to step down, to leave Libya, to leave your position of power. Will you do that? <laughs> what a laugh. What an absolute laugh. All right, folks, it's 122. Now, again, there is a, um, if you want to get a hold of me, you can always email me. But the easiest thing to do is visit the website, depetro.com, and then D-E-P-T-R-O.com, and then click on Contact John. Someone sent me an email. Uh, Juan, what's the latest with the Derek Chauvin trial? The Derek Chauvin trial regarding George Floyd. I, I want to play you um I want to play a little bit. This was the GMA piece. Jurors appeared to be listening intently to the police chief's testimony. He made it clear he believes Chauvin's actions were wrong. Taking the stand, Minneapolis Police Chief Madera Arredondo testifying against one of his own former officers. When someone is in our custody, um, regardless if they're a suspect, uh, we have an obligation to make sure that we provide for their care. On the stand, recalling when he first saw that tough-to-watch video of Chauvin on Floyd. A community member had contacted me and said, uh, Chief, um, almost verbatim, but said, Chief, have you seen the video of your officer choking and killing that? That man. Arredondo fired Derek Chauvin and the other officers involved the day after the incident. The chief testified Chauvin pinning Floyd to the ground with his knee defied department rules. So is it your belief then that this particular uh, form of restraint, if that's what you, if that's what we'll call it, uh, uh, in fact violates departmental policy? I absolutely agree that violates our policy. Arredondo telling jurors Chauvin should have stopped restraining Floyd once he was on the ground and clearly in distress. To continue to apply that level of force to a person proned out, handcuffed behind their back, is not part of our training and it is certainly not part of our ethics or our values. The defense is showing the chief pictures, questioning whether Chauvin's knee was on Floyd's neck the entire time. Would you agree that from the perspective of Officer King's body camera, it appears that Officer Chauvin's knee was more on Mr. Floyd's shoulder blade? Yes. But the chief said by that time, Floyd may have already been dead. Jurors also heard from the doctor who declared Floyd dead. He testified he did not believe Floyd's lack of oxygen was due to drug use or heart problems. Testimony continues later this morning. Michael? All right, thank you, Al. You know, I don't, um, again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Uh, the, the situation with George Floyd, I I go in and out. It's um, It's rough. There, there doesn't seem to be tremendous interest right now for a lot of people in following it. Um, and I, I follow the news, but at the same time, I can't be in an echo chamber here. So uh, that's why we're not 
devoting much time. I, I, I think at this point, it's really going to come down to the defense. And I, I don't see how this officer Chauvin, I just don't understand how he doesn't take the stand. Um, <clears throat> did, did George Floyd have heart trouble? Apparently did. Did he have drugs in his system? I, it seemingly, the autopsy revealed that he had fentanyl and I think he took two Percocets. A year ago, when, when he was involved with the traffic stop, did, did he start taking the drugs and saying he couldn't breathe? That is true. But he was in distress. He died basically on the ground under their control. That this officer is going to face the consequences of it. Do I think he murdered him? Do I think he intentionally? No, I don't think that. Um, I'm not even going to say wrong place at wrong time. I'm not. I I don't even think it's that. I there were the crowd was yelling for him to get his knee off his neck. He ignored the crowd. I also agree. I watched when the defense attorney had the firefighter on and said, you know, if you were fighting a fire and some bystanders started yelling, here's how you're supposed to do it. Would you go with your training or do what you thought was right? But the fact is, you have the chief of police on there saying we didn't train him to do that. Um, You want to hold him down? I get that. He's a big guy. True. But the knee on the neck, he's going to be accountable for that. I don't. I don't, I don't see any way around it. I don't. Even if he gets up on the stand and is crying and sobbing and pleading and I didn't mean to do this and da-da-da. But he just seemed very insensitive and a human life was lost. And I, 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 I've been following. I get it. Um, apparently, they're going to have a doctor that's going to come on the stand and is going to say that Let's just say George Floyd had been, um, he was resisting arrest, that's true, but it's appropriate use of force. But let's just say um, he had not been resisting arrest. And they first had him in the back seat, and they were going to take him, you know, presumably to the station. It is possible, we're never going to know. They may get a doctor that could, could testify that, that possibly if those things had happened, he still would have died on the way to the station of basically a drug overdose. But but that's not what happened. And you had four cops. You had one guy. He was in cuffs. He was on the ground and he was pleading and they were ignoring him, waiting for the ambulance. And I, I think we're already starting to find out. That the ambulance took a long time to arrive. It sounds like it did. I think they said that it took six minutes. There was a volunteer firefighter on the scene who said, she said, or I think she was a firefighter or she was, she's not a paramedic. Um, I think it was firefighter, but... But, but said that it should have taken two minutes. So 
a little bit of like perfect wave of disaster of things happening. If it had arrived right away, maybe it would have said, I don't know. I just don't see how you get around that. I think this is more difficult. You know, we, we've talked, and I've talked about Sonny. We didn't have video of Sonny Von Bulow. It is true with the um, retrial of Klaus Von Bulow, they needed a, you know, a medical, t- uh, basically it was just then about science of what could have caused her to fall into the coma. So they made it a, the case was all a medical case. So it became all about the science of it. But we didn't have video of that. We do a video of him on the ground pleading for his life and dying. He did die. He died right there. He went quiet. It's brutal. And they keep playing it and playing it. We'll talk about it more on Thursday with our legal expert, Tim Dodd. I don't I don't think they're I don't think they're gonna get second degree murder. Poss- I don't know. It's tough. They don't really have manslaughter. They have third degree murder, which is like manslaughter. Um I and what's gonna happen, folks? What do you think is gonna happen if the crowd, if the mob doesn't get the verdict they want? I wonder what could happen. We all know what's going to happen for crying out loud, right? We know what's we. You watched it last summer. What's going to happen? I, I don't. I don't. Derek Chauvin, that that day, last May in Minneapolis, uh, his life changed forever and not for the better. I you you just he you know he's probably lucky he's alive. How is he going to fear in prison? That's an interesting one. <laughs> I don't know how he's lasted this long. There's definitely people that want to get him. Um, but I, I um, no matter how much, you know, his defense attorney's actually growing on me. I think he's actually, I think from what the parts I watch, I haven't, in fear, I haven't been watching the entire trial, like gavel to gavel. Um, it's very time consuming. But it's, um, defense attorney started slow. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough it's a tough case. It, 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 there's nothing good about it. There, there's nothing. Um, there's nothing good that came out of this in any way. But they had a crisis training expert detail use of four strategies. How police officers should handle difficult interactions and subdue suspects. So, but th- there is nothing on that. Um, New York Times has a piece, fears of white people losing out permeate capital rioters, t- capital rioters towns, study finds. Counties with the most significant declines in the non-Hispanic white population are the most likely to produce insurrectionists. You know, they... <laughs> That is an example. The New York Times has their narrative. They want that narrative, and they're just going to continue with that narrative. Now, I also want to get to, I, I think he does a very good job, and that is um, Peter Ducey. He has an exchange asking Jan Psaki of the White House uh, press office, press person, press secretary, 
about this whole business with uh, President Biden in Major League Baseball. Let me play a little bit. Major League Baseball is moving their all-star game to Colorado where voting regulations are very similar to Georgia. Well, let me just refute the the first point uh, you made. Uh, First, let me say... um, on Colorado, um, Colorado uh, allows you to register on Election Day. Uh, Colorado has voting by mail where they send to 100 percent of people on the state uh, who are eligible uh, applications to vote by mail. Ninety four percent of people in Colorado voted by mail in the 2020 election. Uh, and they also allow for a range of um, uh materials to provide, uh, even if they vote on election day for the limited number of people who who vote on election day. I think it's important to remember the context here. Uh, the Georgia legislation is built on a lie. Uh, it's There was no widespread fraud in the 2020 election. Uh, Georgia's top Republican election officials have acknowledged that repeatedly in interviews. Uh, and what there was, however, was record-setting turnout, especially by voters of color. So instead, what we're seeing here is in, for politicians who didn't like the outcome, uh, they're not changing their policies uh, to win more votes. They're changing the rules to exclude more voters. And we certainly see the circumstances as different. But ultimately, sorry, let me add one more thing. It's up to Major League Baseball to determine where You know, that is, you applauded them. And also, folks, uh, notice again the whole thing of... That they went along with the lie. And again, you hear this whole business of there wasn't widespread massive fraud. Well, certainly not that could be proved. I'll give them that. Not that could be proved. But it doesn't mean that there wasn't some element of fraud. So now also, I I mean, I am telling you the media, they are just hell bent on a full scale race war. They're hell-bent on a full-scale race war. Uh, Not everyone agrees with the way Major League Baseball is handling this and or what the Biden people have done. This is Morning Joe does not believe with baseball it was a good choice to move it out of Georgia. This is Morning Joe. Listen, though. I mean, listen to what Jonathan just said to see where we are here. The lunacy of it all. Uh, so Major League Baseball has moved to Denver. And then Jonathan st- starts talking about how, what Colorado's rules are on early voting, what they are on same-day registration, what they are. I mean, are we really at a place now where we're going to be deciding where baseball players uh, play uh, the all-star game, uh, one of America's really most cherished midsummer institutions? Based on voting, uh, voting rules, it, it really, again, it's ridiculous. It's, and for Democrats, I mean, it's short-sighted. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't want to hear this. A lot of Democrats don't want to hear this. A lot of activists don't want to hear this. But, uh, Willie, I've talked about before. I, I, when I was on the phone nonstop five times a day to Florida Republicans that I've known for 20 years who were the best data people in the state, who predicted everything that was going to happen. When I was saying, but wait, Biden's up fourth. Oh, no, he's not. But Biden's up at this one. No, he's not. Biden's going to lose the state. We don't know if it's by 100,000 or 500,000, but Biden's going to lose the state. Republicans have this thing nailed down. Afterwards, I said, how do you know? They talked about three issues. One, they talked about socialism and how it worked really well uh, with Hispanic voters in South Florida. 
and they used that wedge issue. The other one was defund the police, also saying it worked really well with Hispanics in Miami-Dade because a lot of retired police officers. The third, uh, one of my sources said the NFL. I get, you know, the NFL did so much great work for me. He said, what are you talking about? He said the culture wars. He said all across Central Florida, all across North Florida, he said that was, I, I, it kept coming up. We weren't even asking about the NFL. We weren't asking about people kneeling. But he said it just kept coming up. And we never even added it as a question. And people were talking about, uh, about politics and sports and how it was turning a lot of swing voters off, males, men, let's be very specific here. Uh, whether it was uh, Hispanic men, black men, white men, uh, it was making a difference. So here we have a dream opportunity for the Republican Party, uh, Willie. It's not the NFL now, it's MLB. Now, I personally, I don't think it's going to stick, especially with all the momentous things that are going on right now uh, on Capitol Hill and the, the Biden White House. But this is the Republican strategy. We, we're going to lose on legislation. We're on the wrong side on the COVID relief bill. We're on the wrong side on the voting rights bill. We're on the wrong side on the transportation bill. We're on the wrong side of taxing the rich. So let's talk about Major League Baseball. That's their plan. And if people want to know why they're doing it, it's because... Uh, them speaking out against the NFL and, and kneeling uh, uh, for the national anthem worked for the party so well in 2020. Yeah, there's a reason you hear the term cancel culture in every other sentence from a Republican politician's mouth is because it works with their voters. They keep pushing that button when they need to. Works with said, everybody. They voted unanimously, did Republicans, true. against a bill, COVID relief bill that had 75 percent approval oh give me a break that's a waste had to change the subject somehow but you're right that major league baseball put itself in a box here by yes. saying we're not going to have it in georgia because of restrictive voting law Ridiculous. wherever they put the game you're going to be able to find a law that was restrictive that's in right. some way so now that it's reported to be heading to colorado i'm sure many people are digging through as we speak right now to show how colorado restricts the votes in some ways and rightfully so what would be wrong with that willie what would be wrong with that? That's exactly what's going on. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this sunny Tuesday. Hey, I want to remind you, maybe you're in the car right now and you're listening on either AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Take a ride to Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They're open, open for the season, right off of Route 4. Look for them on Facebook, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. What a beautiful selection. Pansy flats, pansy bags, hangers and bowls, tulips. Cynthia's daffodils, hydrangeas. Stop it and see them. Debbie and Steve, Jr. and Byron, PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Call them 295-4399. They are Rhode Island's number one garden center. Well, where they're upset, that was the morning Joe crowd. Where they're upset is the fact that, because it's going to work. And people do understand that, by the way, as I said. It's an easy to understand question. So you pulled the game that Major League Baseball just made a huge mistake. Their fan base, and there's nothing racist about it, but their fan base is older white males. That's who watches baseball. I don't watch baseball. It's too slow for me. I like the NFL. I enjoyed the college championship last night. I don't watch the NBA. 
Uh, I like I like football. I mostly just watch football. As a matter of fact, where I'm going to invest time. So, so they've made a huge mistake. Baseball has a huge mistake. But right now, it's not your imagination. Both the Biden administration and the media, they want full-scale race war. You don't believe me? Let's listen to a report that ABC's working on. Entire. Here we go. Good morning to you, George. We're taking a closer look at this American tragedy that happened nearly 100 years ago and was kept a secret that entire time. It happened in 1921, and much of the story is now only being told. A year-long investigation, hundreds of hours of interviews. Tonight on Soul of a Nation, we tell the story of the Tulsa Race Massacre of 1921. There you go. Tulsa Race Massacre. still a mystery to this day. And we'll take you to the search for mass graves. This is a murder investigation. Oh, my God. One of the most basic things any city government should offer its citizens. years ago. We will do everything we can to try and find out what happened to you. And it really bothers me that in 1921 we had a city that didn't do that it was a successful community where black americans had agency over their own lives and it was burned to the ground by resentful white neighbors we meet joy mcondici the granddaughter of a survivor who tells us that both black and white families kept what happened quiet for different reasons Black folks at the time who mm-hmm. went through this mm-hmm. did not pass down the story. They didn't for generations. Talk. Yes, they didn't talk about it. They kept that silence to live. As part of this investigation, we sit down with singer Charlie Wilson, who was born and raised in Tulsa. What's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson. Sir Charles. <laughs> the band that made him famous, the Gap Band, is named after the very streets at the entrance to the neighborhood. Greenwood Archer and Pine. Because we all knew, have been told what had happened on Greenwood in 1921, the, the race riots. So we decided to take on that name because we knew we was going to go all over the world. At least I did. <laughs> he says that when the band was on tour back in the day, they tried to tell the world then about what happened in Greenwood. Well, people were just kind of looking at us like, are you sure? I've never heard this story before. So, I mean, you know, even if we told the story a lot of times. Nobody really responded to it because they just never heard of the story because it was forbidden to talk about about it. So it was hushed. You'll hear more from Charlie Wilson in our podcast, Tulsa's Buried Truth, available wherever you download podcasts on your phone, for example. If you subscribe now, you'll get. Yeah, that's not going to cause any ill will, will it? Folks, I am telling you that they, they are stopping at nothing. Until they get a full-scale race war. I, I just, you know, I, I don't know what to make of that story. Obviously, like many other people, I've never heard of that type of thing. I'm not doubting it. But I'm, I'm just, like, how much of this, are, where is all of this leading? Where is all of this leading? I don't, what, what's the end game, so to speak? What's the end game here? Where does this all go? Is this supposed to bring us all together? Is this leading for the argument for reparations? Is that what this is all about? Um, I, I don't. I agree with Mitch McConnell 
saying to Major League Baseball, stay out of politics. They, they've made a huge mistake, and I don't even think they realize yet. But it's, why would you want to jump in on that? And they're wrong. But they, they went into it, Major League Baseball, because of President Biden. You know who was a fighter who I like? Is the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott. And he was on Fox just a short time ago. I want to play. This is a little bit of the uh, the governor of Texas. We want to have nothing to Here we go. stay out of politics, especially when they have no clue what they're talking about. So is it fair to say then if Major League Baseball had said, um, we're not going to go to Denver, we'd like to come to Texas uh, and have this game in Dallas or Houston, that you would have rejected that? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, we, we want to have nothing to do with it. Let's go back in time a little bit. Texas went above and beyond to help host Major League Baseball, have the World Series in Arlington, Texas, where the Texas Rangers play, uh, and only to see uh, that they are now taking positions against the state of Texas and against the state of Georgia. And let me tell you something. Uh, we have so many businesses from across the globe and across the United States who want to come here. We're not going to be helping out uh, businesses uh, that are criticizing Texas leadership for creating an environment that is the best environment in the United States for business. Uh, and so uh, what we did to help Major League Baseball for to have the World Series here last time, we're not going to do anything like that again, either for Major League Baseball or for these other businesses that want to criticize the leadership that has led to Texas being the best state in the United States for business. Uh, you mentioned the CEOs of these major companies. Uh, I, I you know, that is, he is terrific. He is absolutely terrific, the governor of Texas. And he's also right, by the way. Hey, folks, I want to remind you uh, that, f- remember, stop by and send, our, st- stop in and see on this sunny Tuesday, shop local and visit our friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in and see her. Right across from Davenport Restaurant, it's It's My Health, because it's your health. You can call her at 305-3585, It's My Health, where she has vitamins, herbal remedies, and also, by the way, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products. Stop in and see Marie. It's my health. I bet you've driven past that old white church on Menden Road across from Davenport Restaurant. You need an excuse to pop in, and now you have one. That diagonally across corner of Martin Street and Menden Road, diagonally across the street from Davenport Restaurant. It's my health. Stop in and see Marie. Natural skincare products, essential oils, body oils, and soaps, and it's my health. Well, folks, right now, it's 148. On this uh, sunny Tuesday afternoon, it's John DePietro. And again, if you are free or have 45 minutes this afternoon, there is a rally right across from the Rhode Island State House, And it's to try to ensure, stop some of these voting procedures that they're trying to put in to play. They want to make them law in, the United, in, uh, in Rhode Island. Excuse me. They want to make certain things permanent. That, that do not in any way benefit the state as far as having fair elections. So we had Laura on earlier. Uh, House Minority Leader Blake Filippi, he's also going to speak. People are gathering. That's going to be this afternoon. 
If you, you know, someone just sent me an email, John, where do I, there's parking right along the state house. You'll see people. And by the way, this time of day, I mean, it's safe and there's activity and they're voting. Uh, they're going to be gathering at the Veterans Auditorium. That's where the reps go right now. So they're going to be there, going to be there. There's going to be people outside. You're going to have Capitol Police and so forth. So, um, but if you can, the ideal time, I think Leader Filippi is going to speak at like 3.15 or 3.30. So you go, just go for a half hour. You know, go uh, go 3 o'clock to 3.30 or something like that. Have your presence, show your support. Um, folks, somebody's got to do something. <coughs> Excuse me. Otherwise, we're going to be on the <coughs> outside looking in regarding some of these Voting procedures. You know, I think it's great that Texas is, speak, is uh, stepping up. Apparently, now Florida, Florida, their voting system has been greatly improved since the whole debacle of 2000. So um, now I also want to play. There's talk about whether or not would Americans be required to carry uh, their federal vaccination to show that you've received the vaccine. They were asked about this. Um, one on vaccine again. Um, is any thought being given to a federally organized vaccine passport of some kind? Does the president see that maybe as some kind of tool that could be used, or would he lean more on the side of people who have raised objections over privacy and so on? Well, let me be very clear on this. I know there's been lots of questions. Uh, the government is not now, nor will we be supporting a system that requires Americans to carry a credential. Uh, there will be no federal vaccinations database and no federal mandate requiring everyone to obtain a single vaccination credential. As these tools are being considered by the private and nonprofit sectors, our interest is very simple from the federal government, which is Americans' privacy and rights should be protected and so, the, so that these systems are not used against people unfairly. There is a movement, as you know, in the private sector to identify ways that they can return to uh, events where there are large swaths of people safely in soccer stadiums or theaters. Um, and that's something that uh, that's where the idea originated and we expect that's where it will be concluded. We will be providing um, some guidance, which will look like an FAQ, uh, a frequently asked question. I hate acronyms, but uh, that provides important answers to questions that Americans have, in particular around concerns about privacy, security, or discrimination uh, soon. I don't have an exact date for that yet. You know, and as I mentioned earlier, and again, folks, good afternoon at 152. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Brown University, the first one that I'm seeing, could be other schools, but they're saying right away, if you're a student and you want to attend Brown University for the fall, you have to show proof of vaccine. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Jack Calvino, attorney, Calvino Law Associates, Jack Calvino. Now, remember, if you're in an auto accident, Call 401-785-9400. Fight back. Call Jack. Were you in a motorcycle accident? You need someone that's going to defend you and fight for your rights against those big insurance companies. Fight back. Call Jack. 785-9400. Did you slip and fall? And the insurance company's offering you, you know, a small pittance. Fight back. Call Jack. 785-9400. 
workplace injury, slip and fall, auto accident, motorcycle accident. You need someone that's going to battle the big insurance companies. You need Jack. Give him a call. 785-9400. 785-9400. He'll fight the big insurance companies and, and get you what you deserve. Now, again, tremendous experience. You know, uh, as a matter of fact, 50 years personally and the staff over 100 years combined experience. Fight back, call Jack, 785-9400 or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Fightbackcalljack.com, 785-9400. Well, folks, it's 154. It's Sean DePietro. Now, uh, the big news that continues now is... um, is this whole situation with voting. And, you know, and it's not just a Rhode Island thing. But now is the time. A lot of states, you have the midterms next year. Next year we have, that's a big, you know, it's a big election year. Big election year for Rhode Island and a lot of different places. And now everyone is kind of tightening up their voting procedures. But I agree with uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. He's, he's warning um, he is it's saying it's stupid, you know, warning corporations to speak out. And the fact that Major League Baseball did that and Coke and Delta and the fact that they're speaking out, folks, don't. And, and keep in mind, though, as I said this earlier, big part of this, it, it really falls in the lap of the president or I, let, let's let's be honest. Somebody wrote that for I, I don't know who wrote it for President Biden. Somebody wrote it for him. He delivered it, right? He delivered the whole Jim Crow, Jim Crow on steroids. This is Jim Crow. In a, when, you, when you say things like that, what do you think the reaction is going to be? I mean, that is very, very inflammatory to throw out that type of language. And, and, and now as a result of it, you, you have the, these people on social media, they... You know, and as I've said, they have no idea what they're talking about. They have no idea what they're talking about. But, the, you know, they're going around saying that it's racist if you ask someone for their ID. How is that? Re- so, you know, and Delta Airlines, you can't get on a. You know, we know you can't get on a plane without showing your ID. Can't get on a plane. You can't. And as I put out, you, you, you can't pick up tickets major league baseball at a window someone leaves tickets for you or you get them last anything like that and some of these people oh no i didn't well you're wrong you don't the fact that they got involved in this is is wrong and i also noticed like that stacy abrams and some other people in the state of georgia they're kind of backpedaling a little bit because i think they see the damage of um you know, the the Atlanta area, the state of Georgia, they're going to lose the the the, the all star game. They estimated that was going to bring in like, I believe, 100 million in revenue to the Atlanta area and in the state of Georgia. And that's gone now. That's gone because of this whole thing with Biden and, and President Obama. They made the right decision and get that. It's a bunch of. He, he lied. Chris Christie was right. 
And I like the fact you even have someone like Joe Scarborough saying, you know, I'm not convinced this was a good decision for Major League Baseball. That that commissioner, let's see if he lasts the year. What kind of attendance are they going to have? What kind of TV ratings are they going to have? People turn to these sports to escape. You know, with you know, as I played earlier, people keep bringing up the NFL. They don't want to be reminded of that. Sports is an escape for a lot of people. The same thing with film. People like to just tune out all the politics. Let's just enjoy the game. And now suddenly they thrust themselves in the middle of this for no reason. At some point, they're going to realize they made a mistake. I also like the fact that the governor of Texas said, no, I would have said no. We're not going to take the All-Star game. I think Colorado made a mistake. And I think they're going to face blowback on that. But this this falls with Team Biden. And what are they doing about the border? They're not doing anything about the border. Do you know there's a report out today? And again, folks, good afternoon at 158. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. There's a report they're going to start rebuilding the border that they stopped. That the Trump administration had going. This whole thing, Biden getting elected was a mistake. I know that people didn't like President Trump, but Biden getting elected was a mistake. You're seeing it already. He's not even at 100 days. Now, listen, I want to remind you, what if I told you this season, this spring, summer, fall, you could have your best lawn ever, guaranteed you could. Log on, lawn doctor. Best lawn ever, guaranteed, or call them 401-392-1025. 401-392-1025. Lawn doctor. Best lawn ever, guaranteed. Lawn Doctor Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Outdoor pest control, lawn care services. Lawn Doctor Rhode Island. 401-392-1025. Call George or online at lawndoctor.com. Folks, there is a rally later this afternoon, 3 o'clock, 3.15, across from the State House. It's John DePietro. Enjoy this beautiful Tuesday. Stay tuned. The John Dion program is next after the 2 o'clock news. Enjoy this sunny Tuesday. WNRI Woonsocket, 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, W260DC.